You're listening to Health Chats, brought to you by Florida Hospital, Florida's elite medical network, providing unique whole person care, mind, body, and spirit. Here's Melanie Cole. It may seem more and more common for people to have food sensitivities. You might notice a reaction to a certain food, but in many cases it may be an intolerance rather than a true allergy. We're also hearing more about gluten issues as a culprit for many diseases and conditions. My guest today is Dr. Issam Nasser. He's board-certified gastroenterologist with Florida Hospital. Welcome to the show, Dr. Nasser. What is considered food sensitivity, and how is it different from an allergy? Okay, thank you, Melanie, for having me in your uh, talk. So uh, there is a very big difference between food allergy and food sensitivity. Uh, With allergy, you have the immune system involved. So um, the body recognizes a part of the food as dangerous. So the immune system becomes very activated, and now the immune system is attacking. And in that process, it secretes a significant amount of hormones, such as histamine. Now, this can cause significant symptoms, including ranging from, like, hives and rash um, to a significant degree of other symptoms, including anaphylaxis, which can be deadly. So what is gluten? So gluten is a protein, and now it's present mostly in wheat, barley, and rye. So most of the, glu- most of the wheat is actually composed of carbohydrates. Only 10% is protein, and this is what we call gluten. So with gluten, gluten can be both. can be allergy and it can be sensitivity. And when we say sensitivity, it's different here because you have um, sometimes what we call intolerance as well. Correct. So when we have sensitivity, the immune system is not involved. And when that is happening, uh, excuse me, when that is happening, it's a different story because this can be dose-dependent, meaning that you can tolerate some um, food or some substance, but not a lot of it. It's very different than allergy. Now, why are so many people becoming sensitive to gluten? We hear more and more in the media about gluten-free. What, what does that even mean, and why are we seeing so many more people becoming sensitive to this? Yes, so um, gluten uh, is the protein that goes inside our intestine. Unfortunately, a lot of us cannot digest this protein and break it down further. So for some people and this is estimated to be about 1% of the population, 1% to 2%, um, this causes an allergy. And here the immune system is also involved, and then the immune system attacks the cells that get in touch with this gluten protein, and then people can get a lot of significant symptoms uh, that can be only intestinal or can uh, manifest into the whole body, like fatigue, neurosymptoms, um, weight loss, calcium deficiencies, and osteoporosis, and others. Now, for other people, they have only sensitivity, meaning that the immune system is not involved, but when they get exposed, and this is about 4 to 6% of the population, they might get some symptoms, and these symptoms also can vary significantly. And um, now we're becoming more aware of this because of two things. Um, first, doctors are becoming much more aware of it because we, can, we know for sure that gluten sensitivity or celiac disease uh, can mimic any GI illness or intestinal illness. So we think about it very often. Now, the second important thing is awareness of the population by, uh, by itself. So uh, gluten has got significant bad press over the past several years, so now more and more people are aware of it. 
So how might somebody know that there's gluten in food? Is this on the labels? Are there certain label things we should be looking for that might signal food sensitivity items that people are becoming more sensitive to? Yes. So, yes, of course. So, um, uh, first, whenever you're ingesting any uh, material that has wheat, barley, or rye, uh, most of the time, or most likely, unless it is labeled as gluten-free, you should know that you're ingesting gluten. Um, most of the labels now, again, actually, I encourage people to read more uh, the labels more and more because um, not only the gluten that we should really be aware of, there are a lot of other substances inside the food that we should be aware of. Uh, for example, if you look at our processed food, you really um, find significant amount of preservatives, uh, sulfides, uh, carcinogens, artificial colors, additives, dyes, antibiotics. And if you think about it briefly, you know, uh, this food is manufactured by the food industry. They want to sell more. So they want it to stay on the shelf longer. So they add uh, preservatives to preserve it and so it doesn't get bad. And these preservatives are chemicals that kill bacteria and fungi so the food doesn't go bad. But these preservatives can affect our intestinal bacteria and cause significant other symptoms. Um, you know, they also add flavoring material so we can go and buy the food again. They, they improve the texture by uh, thickeners. And all of these are chemicals that go into inside our intestinal tract and cause significant symptoms. It can be only uh, intestinal, but it can also cause significant issues. For example, if you digest some of this material, um, our body cannot absorb them, so they go to the colon. The, the bacteria will interact with these substances and might produce a significant amount of gases, amino acids, and other fatty acids that can cause us, for example, headaches, depression, uh, and so many other illnesses that might not be intestinal only, but it's, again, very, very important to pay attention to our diet and read the labels. You mentioned celiac disease earlier in the segment, Doctor. What is celiac? So celiac disease is an, like an allergic reaction. It's an immune-mediated allergy to gluten. So 1% or about 1% to 2% uh, of the population in the U.S. have celiac disease. And the immune system here... Um, recognizes the gluten protein as, as allergen or dangerous. So the immune system attacks the cells that deal with the, this protein. So it causes flattening of the intestinal linings. And what happens with that is we don't absorb as well. So now we can end up with uh, osteoporosis because we don't absorb the calcium. We can end up with um, iron deficiency because we don't absorb iron. We can end up with um, significant uh, weight loss, um, fatigue, tiredness, so we really have, if, if, if we're having symptoms when we ingest gluten, we really have to check with the doctor because um, we need to be tested and we need to find out if we have celiac disease or sensitivity or not at all. Because if you have celiac disease, it's a very dangerous disease. It can lead to lymphomas of the intestine. It can lead to many other cancers. So you truly have to be completely gluten-free and strictly. Um, even some of the medications have gluten in it. So you have to look at everything around you and everything you're ingesting and you have to be completely, completely gluten-free. This is um, not the same case for sensitivity. With sensitivity, you can tolerate some. So if you go to a restaurant and you're um, wondering if you have, if, or, or uh, you might think that you have sensitivity to gluten. Now, if you're celiac, you really have to speak to the waiter in a lot of detail and, and ask for strictly gluten-free diet. If you are sensitive only, you might be able to tolerate the gluten that night if you, if you want to enjoy it or you say, you know, I might have some symptoms and these symptoms probably severe or not, but you're not allergic, so you can't tolerate some. 
Um, now, you can you have also to remember that a lot of people feel better when they follow gluten-free diet, but not, it might not be actually the gluten itself. So gluten is present in wheat, barley, and rye, and these substances also contain large amount of carbohydrates and fibers. So some of the carbohydrates present in the wheat um, is something we cannot absorb and digest, and it might give us abdominal bloating, gas, um, abdominal pain, diarrhea. If we avoid these substances, we feel better. It does not mean it's the gluten. And in some of the cases, gluten-free diet might not be very healthy. So before you become lifelong gluten-free person, I think you really need to check with your doctor. Make sure that what you're avoiding is the right thing. You might be able to eat some gluten in a different form, or if you're a celiac patient, you definitely have to be completely gluten-free. So wrap it up for us, Dr. Nasser, about food sensitivity and what you're seeing as a gastroenterologist and people, because a lot of people go gluten-free that you mentioned maybe don't need to be completely gluten-free. So tell us what you really want the listeners to know about food sensitivities today and gluten. So we are, as humans, um, as human beings, we are not supposed to be eating a very large amount of chemicals that is added to our food. Um, we also can be allergic to a certain type or substances inside our food itself. Um, it is very important for all of us to look at our diet very, very closely because this is something that affects the whole, our whole body. It's not only about the constipation or diarrhea or the gas. Um, you need to read the labels. I would really encourage all my, uh, all my patients and also all the listeners to try to eat more fruits and vegetables. Try to cook the food if you're able to. I know it's hard. I know it requires a lot of work. But try to cook and know what exactly you put in your food. And also, um, if you think you're gluten-sensitive uh, or, or uh, you might have allergy, please check with your doctor. And if you're going to try a gluten-free diet, try it for six weeks. It's okay to try it. But when you, when you restrict your diet for the rest of your life, I really think you need to be evaluated um, before you follow such a strict diet, because that can also cause you some harm. Um, remember, we have significant amount of additives, we have significant amount of antibiotics and other chemicals inside our diet. So please, please read all the labels before you ingest any processed food. Um, you might be trying to eat healthy, you might eat a very large salad, but the dressing that you're putting on is packaged and has, could have a lot of chemicals. So it does not sometimes it does not make sense. To buy, to, to buy and pay a large amount of money for organic vegetables and fruits, and you add the chemicals on them when you add the dressing. Thank you so much, Dr. Nasser, for being with us today. It's great information. You're listening to Health Chat by Florida Hospital. And for more information on Dr. Nasser's services, you can go to hcpphysicians.org. That's hcpphysicians.org. This is Melanie Cole. Thanks so much for listening.